Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, episode number 34. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And of course, this is our very first episode of any podcast. Well, actually, no. I did a Pursuing a Balanced Life the other night. So this is the second podcast of 2010. Happy New Year, everybody. Absolutely. We are going to be talking about if tonight's episode of Desperate Housewives which I must say ended extremely well as far as, well, didn't have a great ending, Ex- it, but as far as the storyline goes. the storyline it did. It started out so-so, got pretty decent, went really bad. I loved and Fat Susan. ended well. Can I just say, loved Fat Susan. Well, we'll get to Fat Susan because I, I want to talk about that in just a few minutes. Okay. But first of all, let's, let's just uh, rewind here. And say that, you know, with the last episode called Boom, we boom crash, boom crash, we um, basically gave a couple predictions. We did. Into that episode, we said that they, we believed that something was going to happen with Carl. Uh, and you and neither of us were into spoilers, so nope. we, we don't do the spoiler stuff. Stephanie actually watches the quote unquote coming up on uh, Desperate Housewives next week. I usually sit out for that. Right. I don't even want to know those things. But anyway, uh, she she had felt like something was going to happen with Carl and something would happen with Lynette's babies. And I suggested that, okay, I think that's interesting. I love the theory there of where you're going with that. And my addition to it was, and you agreed, that Orson and Bree would eventually get back together. Now, right. we got a little bit of confirmation on a few things. And so let's go ahead and start off with a little recap of the episode. And I have some notes here. You did take notes. I was so proud of you. I know. I, I was, figured you thought you had to because you asked permission to bring the MacBook upstairs. So, yeah. Exactly. So here we go. We start the episode off. And I have to say, asked permission because... um. He did. He wanted to bring it up to do some work-related things. I did, but it's my day off, so I decided to yeah. to keep it keep it limited to taking notes for right. the show. Anyway, although it's my day off, and yet here we are again recording the Desperate Housewives fan podcast. Which this is the course, one exception. This is the exception, and what's cool about it is I get to spend time with you behind a microphone. Oh, thank you. Having one-on-one conversation without kids present, this is very nice. Well, another another funny thing is, you know, you've been really really busy lately. Oh, a little bit. Like, and <laughs> I think last night your phone rang, and I'm like, "Don't answer that. I haven't seen you in like 56 hours." I know. <laughs> you know, seriously, and um. In the car on the way home, I said, that's okay. I'll start seeing you regularly again. And you're like, what? I said, all of our shows come back. Exactly. We'll have <laughs> so that So I'll start time. seeing you a couple of times a week. Yeah. It's it's uh, it, it's almost funny, but it's not. <laughs> right. It's Although, actually pretty pathetic. <laughs> and for those of you who are wondering what our life is like outside of just the Desperate Housewives fan podcast, I really want to encourage you guys to check out familyfromtheheart.com. Seriously, go check it out. <laughs> Familyfromtheheart.com. <laughs> Well, I think the last episode was pretty much uh, we just summed up. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to talk about Desperate Housewives, though. Um, started off with Lynette says, I think something's wrong with the babies. 
So Which we already knew, but already thanks knew. for confirming that for us, Lynette. Exactly. Uh, Susan is the first story, the quote-unquote what-if kind of deal. Yeah. Susan's flashback of Carl. And, of course, as soon as they gave a flashback of Carl, it's like, okay, confirmed, he's dead. Right, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. That That's just how you do things yeah. here. Uh, it so, only would have been more obvious if he would have been doing the voiceover. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> of yeah. the episode. That's the <laughs> only way you could make it more obvious. I yeah. agree. All right. So first of all, um, I just wrote down a couple, you know, some of just a few words for each uh, little, you know, snippet to remind me. Okay. But the first little phrase I wrote is a list. Seriously, a list. Okay. And he, of course, says, I don't think that's a good idea. And she finally says no. And she says, I'm going to find a way to swallow this. This anger and this rage. I told you rage. she was going to eat it, didn't I? Yep, yep. So she, as soon as she said, I'll, fi- I'll find a way to swallow my rage, before she picked up the cookie, I'm like, she's going to eat it. That's what women do. It, well, that's what not just what women do. It's what a lot of people do. A lot do. of people do. And I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I just want to say, I've struggled a majority of my life with emotional eating. And uh, that's one of the reasons why, you know, some people say, wow, Cliff, it's so inspirational to see you lose 50 pounds in six months. And I'm he like, he just stopped eating his emotions. That's all. <laughs> well, that's not what I did. I started wor- working my butt off, but uh, and 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 taking a little bit more control and finding more balance in life. But uh, but uh, the fact, I mean, it, sure, I guess it's inspirational to lose fifty pounds, but uh, it it's it's not. I mean, it's like it's not inspirational at all that I let myself get there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No, you're right. And so for me, that scene was, you know, it was. It was a very, uh, I mean, that was a storyline that I connected with. Right. You know, I understand what it means to be an emotional eater and and to to turn to food for, you know, just relaxation, comfort, getting your mind off of things. You deserve this. You know, life's tough sometimes and you just, it, it, it I'll can do be this so I won't do this. Right. Food mm-hmm. can be, you know, I, I really believe that food can be just as addictive for somebody like myself and maybe like you and, and several other people in this mm-hmm. world, just as addictive as alcohol. Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I really do. And, and I, so I just share with people, I struggle with that. So anyway, yeah. Okay. So, um, you said you really enjoyed the, you know, the fat Susan. I, I think did. they went way overboard on her face to the point the where. The face wasn't convincing. No, I'm talking about like who she was. Okay. Like, it was a storyline that I had never seen coming. Right. I had never seen coming. I had never, not in a million years had I ever, assu- you know, would have pictured that the Susan we've known all along in her past that she struggled with her weight. Right. Ever. And the reason why I say that, and, and, and I would just want to say that I think it was a terrible storyline because there's just no indication today that that was ever in the past. I mean, up until now, there's no indication that that was ever in the past. And it just doesn't seem like, um, you know, with, with her history of not being right. able to cook. I know I'm picking apart a drama right. that is so... Suddenly she learned how to bake so exactly. that she could eat away her rage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I, I realize it's just a drama. I'm just... I'm, this is what I do. I evaluate shows. <laughs> and I know it's supposed to be... You just, you just sit down and unplug your brain for a little bit and just soak it in it's like i have a hard time doing that and so if, if it frustrates you uh as a listener when i actually pull apart and pick at an episode for some inconsistencies then uh i'm sorry but mm-hmm. that's what i do it's who i am but anyway stephanie you say you did like it what what exactly did you like about it well i um 
I, I related to it. Okay. There, there. I mean, you, you just said it yourself. There are often times when we do use food to, to comfort ourselves or, or whatever it is that we're, we're using it in the place of. But then when she was like trying to come on to Mike, mm-hmm. that was funny because, okay, I've lost 64, mm-hmm. lost 64 pounds and I now, at my current weight, find myself pretty. Mm-hmm. I did not. I do too, by the way. Well, thank you. But I did not 64 pounds ago. I still found you beautiful. Then. Well, thank you. And that's very kind of you to say. But you're smoking hot right now. But I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. <laughs> and and so, I mean, I don't know. I really enjoyed that, you know, when she, when the look on her face, when she was like, am I that undesirable? Right. You well, know, I, and, and that was that was what the one scene I I really did like. And you said it and I wrote it down. Toasters don't lie. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> that was a good line, Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you. Toasters don't lie. They, now, if they would have wrote that into the script, I would have fell out of my couch. But anyway, <laughs> what if I said it first or if they yeah, wrote if it you said it first and then all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden Susan the, says the toaster doesn't toasters lie. don't lie. And um, but I, I just I really liked that part. And then. When um, when Mrs. McCluskey says, you know, I can't imagine how you're feeling right now. And she says, grateful. Yeah. She's feeling grateful because she did stop a cycle in her life. Right. And so anyway. Right. I, I enjoyed that. I didn't get the, I didn't understand mostly I'm feeling grateful. I, I did not get that statement. I didn't understand it. Well, she's grateful that um, she has a husband who adores her. Okay. Um, she wouldn't have MJ. If right. she would have stayed with Carl. Um, oh, okay. So, I she's get grateful it. for gra- what she has. I'm grateful that it didn't, I, I didn't right. continue to allow him to. To abuse her. Exactly. Which is, and then in return, she also abused herself. I get it now. Okay. Very good. So anyway, um, so starting off the episode, this, this little uh, storyline, very much, I think it was very well done with the exception makeup department. I'm sorry, but you didn't do fat well. I'm sorry. The face was. I, I felt like her yeah. her face. They they injected it with. I mean, it was like a balloon. <laughs> and you know, I know fat. I've been there. <laughs> you know, and so I'm sorry. It just doesn't no, look like funny. that. I know fat. Yeah, I it, know it, fat. it was. The face wasn't. The arms realistic. were done really good though. The arms. The big chubby um, chapped looking arms done the, extremely well. The belly, um, the butt, the thighs. The butt, the thighs. All of that was, but the face was just not the convincing. The face was not convincing. But yeah. other than that, the storyline there was very good. And, and well, of course, the inconsistency in the storyline since then. This yes. is, th- there should have been, I would, t- see, this is one of those things where you know for a fact, or I know for a fact, that this storyline of Susan having struggled with her weight in the past and emotional eating this is there's in my mind there's absolutely no way that they ever dreamed that they were even going to write that storyline up till this point. Right. Because if they knew from the beginning that they would actually tell this story, which by the way would have been a smart thing to do, there would have been some indications that you would lay along the line. You know what I'm saying? Right. I I think okay. so. You know. Like for example, all the different times that she she just totally screws up cooking, but if she could just make a mean cookie 
You know, right. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. But the, or, or, you know, the little hints why, you know, it's like Susan, Susan, I mean, she can't cook at all. Yeah. She can make, can she, she makes can, really can, good peanut butter but, cookies. But, but <laughs> and, you know, you could throw in lines like, but anybody can bake. It's a, don't go there. Right. You know, you, yeah. you know there's, you see, those are the but kinds see, of I things. Think that that's the, that, well, that's the whole thing is that don't she go. didn't. Because she didn't go there. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But if yeah. if you knew this was story was going to be told in the future, you they would have set it you up. You would have laid that groundwork. Right. You would have laid that because right. because because I could see this, and I'm sorry, but I'm getting excited about <laughs> the the possibilities. Had the I if. known the if this is my if okay. because because I could see it's like you for for all of these seasons, you know, all the different scenes where Susan couldn't cook, and somebody says, well, and 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 just if people would consistently say, well, anybody can bake. And is and just everybody goes, don't go there. And right. you and you think that there was this big incident where she blew something up or like a, a she normally does. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then all of a sudden today in this episode, the big reveal right. would have been that you know she had that. Right. So I see. So you see, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's no. what was missing, and that's why it was out of place. No. And okay. I know. So let's I'm move being, on because I mean we could talk about the I if know. of it. But no, but I, that's what I I'm enjoyed. Stu- I enjoyed. Susan's it was a good storyline. Story it was decent. It, yeah. It was. So decent. next was Brie, right? Uh, let's see. Carl didn't make it. Um, right. and then yes, the next was Brie. Uh, she had a dream of what it would be like with Carl, which I mean I couldn't see anything other than that right. with Carl. I right. mean like. Can you say, duh? Can you say, <laughs> I'll be a new man if? I mean, right. come no. on. Right. Seriously, Brie, how stupid are you? I hated the storyline of Brie and Carl from day one. I know you did. And I'm glad it is over. Okay. Over. It was very sad Ver. of her. <laughs> Stop <Sorry>. it. <laughs> I know. That's a totally an inside joke. That you're going to have to explain at some point. <laughs> well, our kids have been watching that Taylor Swift episode of SNL, of Saturday, SN- Night Live. Saturday Night Live. And there's this one skit where she, some girl says, I put, you know, hand, uh, hand sanitizer in every corner of my house. Every corner. Every corner. Every corner. No. Anyway. Every corner. Every corner. Got it. Corner. Corner. So anyway. <laughs> So there you go. And it goes, oh, oh, and here, here, here she comes to quote it for us. Thank you. Good night. Good night, Megan. Um, All right. So move anyway. So dream of the future of yeah. Carl. Which was foreseeable. It's it like, was, I, I wasn't even entertaining. I love the yoga instructor. The next month's free. You think I'm keeping you? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it was what it was and it showed and it just confirmed. And I'll tell you what, my, my prediction and or our prediction is that Brie and Orson are going to get back together. Mm-hmm. And and of course, then they show 10 years into the future and uh, Orson dying of a broken heart. Oh, yeah. See. Aww. And then, of course, Brie wakes up and uh, we find out that Orson may be paralyzed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, just this weekend, we watched the libra- the librarian yes we um, did it's very good movie by very, a very very good series of movies yes of, of the three that i've seen so of far the, right uh well i believe there's only three so far oh there's not a fourth one there's so a possi- i've seen them all yeah there's a possible fourth one that will be released in theaters so it, what i've seen so far yeah, is all there is yeah yeah oh i thought i told you that 
No. Hmm. Okay. Now I'm upset. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you I upset. There but was it, one can more... I finish, please? Yes, go ahead. Now that you've totally the... destroyed my feelings about this future of watching television hey, babe, this week. Lost comes back in a month. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. good. I'm glad I saved that one. Um, so, <laughs> in the first librarian. Yes. Um, Bob Newhart. The quest for the spear. Okay. Kyle McLaughlin is in that. Yes, he is. Who is the actor who plays Orson? Uh huh. I love that this is the only thing you've ever seen. You've only seen him in Desperate Housewives up to that point when right. we watched that movie. Because you sit there, you're like, "Is that Orson?" Because that's who he is to you. Yeah, and he's Orson. You, some, he's some, always Orson. That's right. That's right. Anyway. Yeah, I've seen him in other things since then. Right. Noah Wiley. Yes, Jared. Noah Wiley is in that also. But um. Yeah, the librarian is cool. Um. There, there's a little bit of adult kind of theme to it. And, and I mean, it's the undertones are, uh, I mean, I think if your kids are young enough, they may not, you know, pick right. up on it a whole lot. But uh, anyway, they didn't need all that. But yeah, right. librarian's still very good. I it enjoyed was good. It. So enjoyed anyway, it. I enjoyed you watching that and being like, is that? That's Orson? That's Orson. <laughs> because that's who he is yeah. to you. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So anyway, um. Brie Hodge having hers, I, I, I think they were, I mean, basically they were, nece- I think n- if nothing else, the, those little glimpses of what if in the futures, those were necessary. They closed out a storyline and they set up the foundation for the future of a storyline. Very needed. I thought it was well done. And and I think so far we got Susan, we've got the Brie and Carl and Orson. And so, boom, episode so far solid then we move into the next scene which is nick and angie right all right thought it was rushed obviously there's only a little bit of time in this thing and we still don't know a whole lot about them right but we learned a little bit more Mm -hmm. uh and they gave us some answers which i like answers you know so angie imagined what if mona would survive and what did we find out stephanie some guy (laughs) named patrick logan i missed your question i was what Anyway, I was reading the chat room about um, and Mrs. McCluskey with her rocking Christmas sweater, which is so true. She was totally rocking the Christmas sweater. And it made me think of Sarah, who wants to, at uh, some point in time, rock a Christmas sweater. Nice. OK, very cool. <laughs> totally so, distracted over here. All right. So what I had said is that we learned a little bit more uh, more about Nick and Angie, who were concerned yes. about what, you know, what it would be like if Mona had survived this right. incident. And uh, we knew for a fact that she was gone. I mean, it, it, I mean that we knew. I was that. surprised that they even like had written it that she, she might. might sur- yeah, I agree. I but thought, I'm glad they did because now they had the. I was kind of hoping that the plane had cut her in half and it was Stephanie. <laughs> come on. Well, no, I'm just saying I didn't really see any point to keeping her around. Right, I thought but, that but it was. I think it was good that they they wrote it so that they could say what if she had okay. done it, and we got to see some answers. You know, okay. you know the uh, that that pretty much this you know their son is pretty much not involved in anything. Right. That um, Nick. She was involved with Nick a really was a dangerous traitor, man. So uh, he, I guess, he turned her in, maybe. Or well, no? That, no, he protected her. He protected her. Okay. Because what she did with this. Patrick Logan character right was considered an act of terror right and I think that Nick protecting her all these years is what this sets up the future of some really exciting things are you following along with yeah me? I which am. also falls into the whole I I told you 
months and months ago that I never believed Danny or Tyler, whichever you choose to call him, was Nick's son. I, she oh. had a son with this Patrick guy. Oh, so that's so Tyler. That's is, what I think. Okay, but like l- that's what I think. Gotcha. So listen to this though, okay? Right. This sets the foundation. Uh, this this little what if in the future scene for them. This sets a major foundation for a totally awesome future storyline. It does. When you bring in a potential terrorist, somebody who is as scary as what is brought out in that, you know, what if scene in the future. Dude, bring Patrick Logan into this story and let's get Keith or Sutherland in to save the world. (laughs) Wrong network. (laughs) I'm sorry. Wrong show. (laughs) But anyway, do you see where I'm going? This, right. this storyline is going to get really interesting, and I'm I'm I glad to so. see that. Yeah, I hope so, and I'm glad it made progress, yes. even if it seemed rushed. Right. All right. So uh, moving along, um, I want to say that this, you know, right after the Nick and Angie story, in my opinion, this episode went into the trash can. It got terribly bad, horribly bad. And yeah. I did not like the Gabby scenes at all. I didn't either. They were out of place. They, I didn't. They I mean, were we, poorly acted. They were poorly written. I did. <laughs> and they were non-entertaining. Right. It was horrible. Right. I, I didn't enjoy them either. But I did um, enjoy when, um, when Gabby wakes up and Carlos comes back and she says, he says, so do you, did you figure out what she needs to do to be special? Mm-hmm. And she says nothing. Right. And, and you know what? That could, they could have done that better. They could have, they could have written that better. They could have done a lot of things, but the whole scene trying to make Celia cry. And it's like, it's like, that was, oh, that was just predictable right. and stupid. Right. And I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, but, but even Gabby <laughs> in this show, would understand that her daughter has absolutely no talent right here. Right. You know, it's like she would, she would be like, dude, she sucks. I mean, that's, that's the that's type of mom Gab- that Gabby right. is. And it's absolutely. like, no, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, when Gabby's old and, you know, and, and the house is all torn, it's like, man, this scene is stupid. Yeah. It, this is horrible. It was bad. This, I mean, this, this is an insult to me. I'm sitting here watching your television show, and you are insulting me with this scene. It, That's how I felt during this. It was really bad. bad. Right. Although I did get a kick out of Carl's hair when Carlos he's old, or Car, yeah, Carlos's hair. That was a bad wig. That was that funny. Was like the worst TV wig ever. And they did a good job in the middle scene where they show. Uh, the, the Carlos trying to go out to the camping, trying to take her camping to the camping thing. And, uh, she's got her roots. She had gray roots. I even said, I said, she's got gray hair. She, they did a great job (laughs) on doing the, uh, the, the gray roots. The gray roots. That was good. On what, I mean, seriously, in what universe is Gabby going to have gray roots? (laughs) In that one. (laughs) It was, they did a good, they did a great job there, but that's the only thing that looked good. Carlos's hair and Gabby's hair in that one scene, really good. Yeah. Rest of it, you could have just cut the whole thing out. It <laughs> did. You didn't need it. Right. So who came next? <sighs> next. And then, then the were the tears. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Next were the tears. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. I cried. It was. I um, teared up. I I had watered eyes, watering. Well, eyes. you were at one point. It went to commercial, and you're like, "Come on, forward through." I'm like, "I need a minute." <laughs> I know you were. It's like, come on. I need a minute. Um. Tom was a rock star. 
Tom was a rock star. Listen, start. You need to start thinking about the future because no matter what, it's, it's coming. coming. I love that. Honest, Tom. You were a Real. rock star, my friend. Let's continue they to have, see okay, this. To- I want to continue to see this top. They and I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give him this because I've been nothing but cruel and mean mm-hmm. to Tom since the beginning. But they have really been writing him well lately. They have. I like they this. They really Tom. have. I like this guy. Um, I really do. And so I really liked that part, but watching, watching Lynette, um, first struggle. And then after Tom's kick, butt pep talk, (laughs) you're going back and saying, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. The sandwich scene. Ah, there are no words. Yeah. I cried. Yeah, I really, really did it was, cry. That was emotional. I mean, I, I know right now, Stephanie. With I mean, we have I think I think somewhere between seven and nine thousand subscribers to the Desperate Housewives fan podcast to this episode. Who will download this episode? Right. And out of them, I already know for a fact. I I know I know at least three people who listen to this podcast who have children with special needs. Right. And I can't imagine what they go through. Oh no. I can't imagine I can't. what they no, go through. No, I I'm um I am very grateful that I have three healthy children. Mm-hmm. But in that scene, I think I'm going to cry talking about it. In that scene when she tells him to make his own sandwich and you see her physically holding on to the sink. I'm totally shaking the table. Holding on to the sink because she wants to do it for him. You know she yeah, does. Yeah. But if she does it for him, yeah. he will never learn to do anything mm-hmm. for himself. It, it it was amazing. It was. It was it was Thank you, Felicity Huffman. It was not only was it written well, it was acted well and, she, it and had, she was aged well. She was, she was aged, aged well. the best, I think. Yeah. Tom not looking so good. <laughs> <laughs> that you they were definitely aged. <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely aged in the uh, the high school it, graduation. It was college. Or it was college. Law school. Okay, college. Yeah. But um, that man, that was amazing. It, it was an amazing storyline, and and it just highlights how stupid the the Gabby thing was. Right. But uh, it does. But, it, it really man. does. But um, yeah, Felicity Huffman was. I'm I'm gonna um, where'd it go? I'm gonna steal Jerrica's words and say she she was a rock star in that scene. She really was. Yeah. And um. It was, it was so beautiful. It, it indeed it was. And then, um, I didn't want to be right. A month ago, when I said that something was going to happen to the babies, right. I did not want to be right. Right. But it made sense. But it made for, sense. It made sense for the story. It did. Um. It it made sense for the, uh, the relationship between Gabby and Lynette. Uh, the fact that she sacrificed her son for her daughter. I think that that, that was amazing. Um, you know, and, and it's just, it was just, it, it was very touching. And I love the fact that she got to, in, in her dream, she got to meet her son. Yeah. And to be there for her son and to be with her son and to inspire her son. And I lo- Does that make sense it to does, you? It does. It does. Because I love when, um, when... Gabby comes in and she says, you know, he was going to be great. Yeah. She he knew was, him. She knew him. Yeah. There, there was, there is a part of her 
that knew him. But um, I really did enjoy Tom saying, we're going to be okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're, we're going to get through this. And, and I honestly believe if any couple on that street will get through it, it will be them. Exactly. But, um, but as we were watching that scene, I wonder if they're going to show her, like, have a hard time bonding with this baby that survived. I don't think so. You don't? I, I don't. hope not. I don't think so at I all. I hope not. Because they were already showing that she was going to have a hard time bonding. And I think now this is changing everything. Yeah. I think that she will understand. Wow. Right. I, I think we're going to see some amazing story okay. come out of this. Okay. I, I want to. Well, folks, yeah. that is our review of this episode titled If. We hope that you've enjoyed it. For those of you who are listening to this and downloaded this on our free podcast feed, we want to thank you for subscribing to the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. We do re- try to release at least one episode a month for free to those of you out there on the non-plus member feeds. But we have this thing called Plus Membership. Stephanie and I do podcasting full-time as our career. Seriously, we do 24 podcasts uh, that that you can find over at gspn.tv slash shows. In the last four years, we've produced more than 1,880 episodes. Those are all available to you. Every single episode, all 1,880 plus are all available to you. If you become a gspn.tv plus member, you can learn more about it over at gspn.tv slash plus. Not to mention the fact that, you know, we mentioned uh, familyfromtheheart.com. That episode, uh, every episode of that is available for free because we have a wonderful sponsor for that show. And uh, we hope that you guys are having a very blessed and uh, wonderful start to the new year here in 2010. We have lots of exciting things happening. And of course, for those of you who are listening to this and also listen to the Lost Podcast, uh, we hope to have some information for you on Thursday related to our premiere party. We've got, I know we have at least one person (laughs) flying in from Belgium. That's right. And uh, I haven't heard from our friends in Germany yet to see if they're coming. And uh, we know that several other people are coming from around the United States. So uh, uh, if you are into the TV show Lost. school. Oh, is she, st- is she starting stool? She'll be here. She'll be in the States, right? Yeah. So we'll see. She said if she was in the States, she was going to make the trip. Well, there you go. And we're waiting. We'll see. We'll see. But we need to get our details in line, and we all be releasing information about that on Thursday. So <sighs> twitter.com slash GSPN is my Twitter ID. Stephanie, you are twitter.com slash full-time mom, which, by the way, Always. oh, goodness, I can't believe I haven't said that. We've got 55 seconds left. <laughs> Folks, seriously. If you want to find out, like a podcast that you should be listening to, fulltimemompodcast.com. Which Full- reminds me, I need to call Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> about this week's recording. Exactly. Fulltimemompodcast.com. That's enough said. Seriously, go listen to the most recent episode and fall in love with it. Guaranteed. If not, you tell me. And, and then I'll just say, you're crazy. Anyway. God bless you all. Have a happy, prosperous 2010. We'll be back live after the next episode of Desperate Housewives. And, uh, and of course, it'll be released to our Plus members over at gspn.tv slash plus. Until next time, join Join the the community. community.